What's going on? The Grave Consequences Podcast. This is your boy Shane Swerve Strickland, but secretly, some people might refer to me as Killshot from Lucha Underground. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm doing a nice little drop for you guys. Thank you guys for supporting the Swerve brand. And I hear that y'all doing a Lucha Underground review on the Social Suplex Network. Man, y'all might have just stumbled upon the best match in Lucha Underground history, in my opinion. You know, Killshot versus Dante Fox. We made history that night. And to this day, I don't think anybody has been able to top what we did in that match in any other promotion across the industry. That match still, still holds a great place in my heart. And, of course, Fox would definitely agree with me. So... Thank you guys for reviewing a wonderful, wonderful, amazing, one of the top five matches of my entire wrestling career. Hope you guys enjoy it. This is a drop. Shout out to Grave Consequences Podcast. Enjoy the show and be confident in everything you do. And thank you. Thank you for supporting whose house? Swerve's house. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to the Grave Consequences podcast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my good friend, co-host, and producer, Greg, at X Maserati. We'll put that name in the description so I don't have to spell it on the air. Uh, check out everything else here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. And rate, review, and follow on Apple Podcasts as always check me out every wednesday night right after aew dynamite on eddie and caleb's hero cast of course this episode of grave consequences drops on thursday april 14 the night before that eddie and caleb's hero cast will be covering the seth rogan vehicle the green hornet and my god was that a treat but enough about that. I want to wish you guys a happy look up at the sky day. For those of you listening in the future, it is April 5th. But on April 14, of course, look up at the sky day. Everyone celebrates it every year. Just got to look up at the sky and just oh, just celebrate. Are you finding a new way to tell people to go outside and touch grass? I don't know what you're. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, my thing is, I'm like, you know what? Let's talk to the people in the future. Let's relate to those those troglodyte listeners out there in the future. So I'm like, let's Google holidays. And there was one, and I told you off the air that I really wanted to make fun of, but I'm like, ah, that seems mean spirited. So I was like, well, this is the second best one. So guys go look up at the sky. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Go touch some grass. Yeah. Look up at the sky. Um, <laughs> This episode of Lucha Underground that we're reviewing is Season 3, Episode 11. And the title of the episode was Aztec Warfare 3. But me, a uh, child of Craven, if you will, a, a lover of horror cinema, and specifically slasher cinema, this being the third Aztec Warfare, I gave this the working title of Aztec Dream Warriors. Do you like Dream Warriors, man? I love it. Yeah. Do you, do you love the Dawkins song, Dream Warriors? I'll have to Google it. They literally, they made it for the movie, bruh. Sure. <laughs> I can't believe you. You're right, <laughs> man. Go, okay, you know what, guys? Don't go look up, at the, look up at the sky. 
fire up Peacock or Tubi or whatever you have to. Go buy a DVD for all I care. Go, go back and watch A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors. It's amazing. But enough about all that. We're getting right into it. And uh, Johnny Mundo runs up to Dario Cueto and uh, he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be Lucha Underground champion tonight. And if for some reason I don't win this next week, I'm cashing in my gift to the gods. I'm turning it in, getting my title shot. And Taya comes up holding a camera and she's filming a documentary for uh, Johnny Mundo. And boy, I, I forgot about this angle. I really did. Yeah, they do it for a little bit, don't they? they do, I think they carry it out through like most of season four as well. Yeah. They become uh, what, what do they call it again? They're um, worldwide underground. Yes, yes. Um, they become one of the brightest points of Lucha Underground going forward. Like they just get, they don't ever get bad. No, they do not. They do not. <laughs> By the way, Johnny, he's holding. He's like, you know what? I'm coming in at number twelve, and I'm a, I'm gonna come in. I'm a win. Great, uh, pardon me, Aztec Warfare. Pardon me, I almost said Grave Consequences there. Dario says, you know what? Good luck, because you're going to need it. Dario takes the 12, the piece of paper with the 12, rips it in half, and he says, you know what? You're going in at number two, and the only thing you're going to be fighting for is your life. Because, as we all know, number one in that match, the defending Lucha Underground champion, Matanza Cueto. Coincidentally, by the way, for the second uh, year in a row in Aztec Warfare, the champion has entered number one. Yeah, this time because Dario is cocky. Yes. Uh, the previous time, I think he was punishing Phoenix. Yes. Uh, no, uh, Katrina was punishing Phoenix because she was the proprietor of the temple at the time. But yeah, oh, okay. this was like the prototype for, if you remember the 2020 Royal Rumble, I probably mentioned this before on the air, um, when Brock Lesnar entered number one as WWE champion. Well, they also did that back in uh, Stone Cold times. Uh, was... No, no, no. Roman Reigns did it, but he was defending the title. And again, it wasn't his choice. And Austin, no, Austin never entered as champion. Oh, okay. I was just thinking of times people were punished with the number one spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, Austin in 99 was entered as number one. Yes, because Vince McMahon was entered as number two. <laughs> Didn't Vince win? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Go back and watch the 99 Royal Rumble after you watch Dream Warriors and after you listen to this podcast. Uh, guys, real quick, for the uninitiated, here are the rules of Aztec Warfare. I want you to think Royal Rumble, but with pinfall and submission rather than over the top rope. And now these pinfalls and submissions have to happen inside the ring. And uh, there are 20 entrants in this match. And entrants will come to the ring at regularly scheduled intervals is how it's advertised. So not necessarily 90 seconds, but, you know. There might be a little bit of inconsistency on the entrance times, but you know what? WWE does that uh, with uh, the Royal Rumble. Everyone does that with Rumbles. It, it's a common thing. But yeah, the basic concept here, 1 to 20, 20 people enter, one person wins. The only way to, to uh, get an elimination is by pinfall or submission. Last person standing is champion. Those are the rules. And Greg, do you want to get right into the match? I would love to. 
Absolutely, I would too. So, of course, um, <clears throat> Matanza and Johnny Mundo enter one and two. By the way, I love that because this will come into the finish later. Dario Cueto's out there with Melissa Santos, and he mentions, you know, number two. He, he's kind of whispering in her ear. He's like, "Sexy was supposed to be number two, but Johnny Mundo is number two by random by random draw." And he he says he's like, "Say random draw." <laughs> yeah and uh the face off of matanza and mundo was very just very much just a uh, cat and mouse i guess is the way to describe it yeah i mean johnny is trying not to actually engage uh matanza because he's not an idiot yeah exactly he's not everybody at the end of aztec warfare 2 yeah and you know johnny even though he's playing cat and mouse he Johnny's the kind of wrestler I know we we sing his praises all the time, mm-hmm. but he can go with anybody. Like you can, put, he's like a Kurt Angle in his prime. Like you could put him in there with anybody. Don't Absolutely, that. absolutely. Um, number three was Son of Havoc, and number four Jeremiah Crane. So the ex lover of Evilise and the current lover of Evilise. Pretty good stuff. Those four, they kind of huddle up, and I wrote down everybody fears Matan. Is what I because they're you know they they're trying to gang attack him basically. At number five, to the absolute adoration of the crowd, Pentagon Dark and ugh, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into that. Number six, PJ Black. Number seven, Mariposa. By the way, we're seven entrants and we have not had one elimination until uh, after number seven, rather. The first elimination was Jeremiah Crane, eliminated by Matanza Cueto. And the second elimination, I wrote it down somewhere. Come on. Wasn't it Mariposa? Uh, that sounds right. Yes, Mariposa was the second elimination. So she was by far probably the shortest. Uh, she had the shortest tenure in this match. Let's see here. Uh, two eliminations for Matanza when Rey Mysterio shows up at number eight. And Rey Mysterio takes out the Worldwide Underground and faces off with Pentagon. Dr. Wagner Jr. at number nine. (laughs) By the way, at one point, Vampiro says the Worldwide Underground turned bitch and hid. Because they they all collectively hid under the ring. Mundo, Black, and Evans. All right, next up. Number 10, Marty the Moth. And Marty comes in and he immediately slaps Matanza. Yeah, Marty, like, uh, do you want to just go through the eliminations first or do you want to get into it as we... Uh, I'll cover them as they come up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, By the way, oh, I was wrong, by the way. Jack Evans hadn't yet entered. He actually entered at number 11. When he comes in, the Worldwide Underground holds the ring. They all three gang up on Son of Havoc and they get the elimination. Sexy Star comes in at number 12. So, Sexy Star got the number 12 spot after all. Ricky Mandel is back at number 13. Ricky Mandel eats a package pile driver, and Pentagon is going to break the arm when the Black Lotus shows up with three other women. And do you know who the three other women are? Because I'm going to tell the listener, but do you know who they are? I do. Okay. Uh, Kyrie Hojo, a.k.a. Kyrie Sane. Mayu Iwatani and Io Shirai, I believe. Yes. Yes, there we go. So three very talented Japanese female wrestlers. 
are are um, paired up or I guess uh, aligned with the Black Lotus. Four on one assault and Johnny Mundo crawls in and steals the pin on Pentagon Jr. Pardon me. Pentagon Dark and now Pentagon Dark has been moved out of the way as you put it. <laughs> yeah. Man, there mm. Yep. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. <laughs> also, right after that, PJ Black pins Ricky Mandel. At number 14 is Mascarita Sagrada who rushes Matanza. Yeah, this doesn't this seems to be a recurring strategy for some people. Yeah. And it's 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 never a good one. No. It's you have seen a year of people trying to do what you're doing. It's never worked. Why would it start working now? Like if you were a matador, these people are basically charging the bull. Which is stupid. That's counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, a uh, mega Wrath of the Gods, as I, I wrote it down, and Masquerita has been eliminated. Of course, at number 15 is Famous B. Famous B tries to pitch, you know, joining up with, uh, you know, joining up as his client to Rey Mysterio, and he says, you know, 4-2-3. 4-2-3, and Rey says, 6-1-9. 6-1-9, and Famous B is gone. Ray spikes Marty the Moth, and Marty the Moth has been eliminated. At number 16 is the Mac. Number 17 is Joey Ryan, and he hands cut he handcuffs himself to the handrail. So last year in Aztec Warfare, you might remember he handcuffed himself to a grate by the um bleachers. This year he did handrail because he's like, well, you know what? The handrail is in concrete. That's how Matt Stryker explained it. And it makes sense when you think about it. He should be fine, although it's like you can't win it from out there, you know? Yeah, it's a it's not a well thought out. And and the placement he does it. He does it right at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. It, it's one of those spots where it's supposed to be funny. If you think about it for more than five seconds, you realize how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah. Like if You're he def- ran to the other side and did it at that guardrail, yeah, no problem. But he the the people coming through are still going to go through him at the bottom. They're, they're going to see you. Yeah, they're going to walk past you. At best, they're going to walk past you. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> speaking of, at number 18, you got to love the timing. This, like, this was pure comedy from Lucha Underground. At number 18, Mil Muertes. He's walking down the steps, and he is like staring a hole through Joey Ryan as he walks down the steps. And he somehow rips the cuffs off of the handrail. Yeah, he like breaks the cuffs around his wrist. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it looked like they weren't even locked or something. It was... Yeah. Mill uh, hits the flatliner on Joey as Matanza hits the Wrath of the Gods on Dr. Wagner, and they both get a simultaneous elimination. And what's funny, what was awesome, by the way, is the monsters are staring at each other during the pin. Yep. That was cool. After that, the monsters start clubbering. Number 19 is Cobra Moon. Yeah. She got so much better. Yeah. Like, after, like I, would, I mean, I was going to ask later, you about that. Years later. Like, she kind of sucked in Lucia Underground, but she is much better now. Um, <laughs> well, she had a good spot in this match, too. Yeah. 
Cobra Moon sits atop the announce table and perhaps to wait on the number 20 entrant because we know who it is. He won the right to be in that spot when he beat his tag team tag teammates. The Max stuns Jack Evans and he gets the elimination. PJ Black gets stunned and he gets pinned. So two thirds of the worldwide underground are now eliminated both at the hands of the Mac. Drago comes out at number 20 and Drago chases Cobra Moon and they brawl. Dragon's lair or Dragon's tail. How about, I, I Dragon's tail. Dragon's tail, pardon me. Dragon tails, Dragon tails. Let's all go to Dragon tails. Cobra Moon is eliminated. Drago immediately eats a car bomb by Matanza, or drinks a car bomb rather, an Irish car bomb. And Drago what was. Is what was the car bomb again? Because I remember that. I forget the move. Ah oh my gosh, I'm blanking. I'm so sorry. Was it, it a driver or was it I a suplex? I believe it was a driver. Watch the match, guys. Yeah, it's a cool move, though. It is. It is. Anyway, Drago's eliminated. After this elimination, the field just starts assaulting Matanza. And, I mean, it's just, it's move after move after move from everyone. And this culminates when Ray hits a 619. He goes for another. He gets caught. But he, he struggles out of the Wrath of the Gods position into something like a Canadian Destroyer. I mean, it, it's not quite as clean as a Petey Williams Destroyer, but still pretty good. Anyway, he hits that on Matanza, and Matanza is eliminated. That's right. For the first time since he's shown up in the temple, Matanza has been pinned. And this means we're going to have a new Lucha Underground champion. And I know you didn't like this decision, but the crowd absolutely marked out, dude. They love this. Oh, I mean, the crowd was all about Ray. And it's it's yeah. one of those things where the, the, the live crowd, yeah, they're going to yeah. be, this is after Ray was champion in WWE, you know, like Ray, Ray was, was, uh, he was over. Yeah. Uh, you know, our complaints are, that's a spot that you could have saved for someone that would have been there longer than a season. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, technically Ray was there two seasons, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand. By the way, Matanza is battering Ray Mysterio. And while this is happening, Johnny is laughing in the face of Dario Cueto. Yeah, they, they stay right. Even though they're both heels, they stay rivals. Exactly. Exactly. Matanza, by the way, Dario's like, oh, cut it out, brother, cut it out, brother. And he's holding up the key. And Matanza pushes down Dario and, and walks off. He also That's beat something. the shit out of Ray, though. Don't forget that. Oh, he did. No, he absolutely did. Yeah. He had to, Ray yeah. didn't get eliminated. He had to leave in a stretcher. Yeah. Wow, I didn't. Are you serious? Ray Mysterio didn't get eliminated? Well, he might have got pinned. No, Johnny Johnny pinned him. Yeah, Johnny pinned him, but like he got he he, he left in a stretcher. Yes, exactly, exactly. Johnny had to get that heat. Yeah. Jack Evans and PJ Black are back to assault Sexy Star with Johnny Mundo, and out of nowhere, from the heavens, and Helico is back, diving crossbody from the top of Dario Cueto's office, which he is famous for at this point. And he dives onto the Worldwide Underground. And Sexy Star crawls to the pin. And Johnny Mundo is gone to a huge pop. We've got a final three now 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Of the Mac, Sexy Star, and Mil Muertes. And like I said before, we are guaranteed a new Lucha Underground champion. It's not going to be the Mac, though. He ate a flatliner, and he got eliminated. We came down to Sexy Star and Mil Muertes. Mil, like, basically owns this face-off. He brings a table into the ring. At one point, Sexy Star hits a DDT on the chair. Multiple chair shots from Sexy Star. And by the way, Matt Stryker at this point is shining on commentary during the, during the Sexy Star hope spot. Absolutely just shining for what it's worth. He's, he's honing in on, like, the, you know... Do this for, you know, like, the people who said you can't and, you know, the, the men who, you know, held you down and this, that, and the other. And just you can hear the passion in his voice. Did you notice that? Yeah, they I mean, the commentary did a great job. The the wrestlers did a great job. And they were even panning to these, uh, like, five women. I don't know who they were, but they were really trying to, like, get over that as a woman she was triumphing over, you know, I guess men that picked on her in a match she engaged in willingly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, they were really, it was a great moment. I think they're sorry to interrupt. I think they were more honing in on the fact that again, like she is an abuse survivor. Yeah. Like, like for a shoot. <laughs> yeah. They, they were doing a good job. They, like the crowd was into it. It was a great moment. Like yeah. it was, it was people were behind her. She's a baby face. I mean, I, I definitely have a tone in my voice because we find out more about her later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, um, she's not so much a goody two shoes like we thought. No. no. Um, okay. So <laughs> at one point. Yep. Sexy is, but, uh, sexy is in front of a table that's set up in the corner and Mill runs in to spear her. Sexy moves. Mill eats the table, but he kicks out. Sexy Star then runs runs into a strong right hand from Mil Muertes. He just like like hit the crap out of her, bro. Mil brings another table into the ring. He takes Sexy to the top rope. He's gonna go for the flatliner, but Sexy fights it off, and Mil falls through the table. Sexy then nails a double foot stomp, and she is the new Lucha Underground Champion. Sexy Star is crying. Crowd's chanting, "You deserve it." By the way, it didn't ring hollow at the time. Knowing what we know now, it definitely rings hollow. But it's one of the few you deserve it chants around that time period that it's like, oh, you know, they, you know, didn't do this for anyone at the time. You know, they didn't do it for everyone. Um, but yeah, Sexy Star is your new Lucha Underground champion. She's crying. There are probably some believers out there in the in the temple crying. And that's the show, guys. 
first female Lucha Underground champion. I want to talk about a few things. Yes. If I may. Yeah, now, absolutely. Hey, that's why we do the show. I want to say I love the opening of the of the match because it was all pump kicks and thrust kicks in Matanza's face. And I love pump kicks, like especially Jeremiah Cranes. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marty Same when he came in for the uninitiated. Yep. Uh, I loved when Marty came in. He went right after Matanza, and it was just two big, big, two big dudes just brawling. And Marty even does a top rope dive, like he yes. jumps over the apron ropes and flies. The moth flies, and it's <laughs> if they wanted to turn him face, they could have in that one moment. Yeah. Um, there were some funny spots where Matanza pinned like you know, uh, Mascarita real quick. Uh, there was this weird sexual energy between Mary Posa and uh, oh, but... I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know why I didn't write that down. That was really weird. I figured we were going to go back to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they for some somehow they were both getting up at the same time and they were locked eyes, and there was this weird sexual energy until <laughs> Matanza goes, "Hey, I hate girls," and he beat her up and pinned her. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah, it's very violent sexual energy. Yeah. Uh, the Worldwide Underground was hilarious. Uh, I didn't like that. I understand they, they gave Ray a few spots, but they didn't need to have him take out Matanza. You should have saved that for one of your top main talents. It, 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 uh, Ricochet's dead right now. Prince Puma's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He had Pentagon. I'm going to get to him in a second. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix, you had eliminated for Drago. I'm going to get to that. Um, he, he could have done. You basically they they went out of their way to prevent people from being there that could have benefited from taking out Matanza. They didn't need to become champion, but they could have been the ones to take out Matanza. Rey Mysterio didn't need this, so he didn't need it. The comparison I could draw from every point you just made yeah. is they kind of moved people out of the paint. Similar to a way like at the 2015 Rumble that the WWE did with Daniel Bryan for Roman Reigns. Very much so, except for I, it's less. I know people wanted Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns wasn't the pick for the fans, but Roman Reigns is more legitimate of a choice than Ray because Ray, look at Roman, he's still there, he's still their top guy, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it's a very good analysis like they did move people around i'm gonna get the pentagon first this guy's fucking over right um i i can tell you as someone that's re-watching this i don't give a shit what pentagon does even though he's one of my favorite wrestlers going back and re-watching this knowing what's happening i am not invested in anything he does now there's some cool matches coming up but the story doesn't yeah. fucking matter like i'm not invested in him doing anything of note besides having cool matches uh, you interrupted this for a storyline that this this will be the highlight of the Black Lotus storyline is the match that comes up. This will be the one and only highlight of it. Uh, so they did set that up, but they took I'm, Pentagon off. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but not only is that the highlight for the story, but it's a low light for Lucha Underground. Like yeah, they, they lost viewers from the match they're about to do. It was. I love the match, but yeah, you, what you say is true. Like you can like something, and it could still it's, be well, not well received. Because I'm going to tell you guys right now, without giving away what they do exactly, 
Um, the match they're going to set up <laughs> as as progressive and feminist and and you know everything they had from tonight's match with Sexy Star becoming champion. This is like the exact opposite. I didn't think about it, but like that, but you're actually right. Yeah, that is actually exactly what it becomes. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm wow. baffled. Yeah, that's a good. That's a very apt comparison. It it maybe, it. Dude, it, maybe Vic Hero was the showrunner this season, just by how bipolar everything was this season. <laughs> you know what? You could. You might be right. It's it's yeah. But like they 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 uh Phoenix is well I'm gonna get the Phoenix so Pentagon yeah, yeah. is eliminated he doesn't get that that spot he needs he basically does nothing in this match besides exactly. almost uh, break Ricky Mandel's arm so you get this huge pop for a guy that you just repackaged yeah you just repackaged for bigger and better things to get eliminated by some ninjas yes <laughs> all right yes. like it usually doesn't work out well when a character is eliminated by ninjas in wrestling. Don't ask me why, but it just usually doesn't. So you you take Pentagon off the board. Uh, Puma is is dead. He died in that Grave Consequences match, but that's fine. That one's a le- legitimate reason to not be here. Uh, yeah. But that could have been his spot. He probably needed it more than Ray did. Yes. Uh, well, he definitely needed it more than Ray. Even though yeah. he's looked the strongest he's ever looked, if this is going to be your main guy, uh, that could have been a great guy. You know who would have been uh, an uh, uh, what's the term? Um, for like a movie that's like it's it's like uh black something uh like it's underdog but on it's like a sleeper dark horse dark horse yes uh you know who would have been a dark horse choice to take out matanza that would have been wild as shit who king cuerno yeah i mean have we we haven't seen king cuerno this season but yes i agree uh you could have had phoenix but guess what phoenix is out because you had Drago beat him and Aerostar in a in a match to get into this, and Drago does fuck all besides eliminate Cobra Moon. Well, they have uh, bigger plans at play there, but yeah, they have bigger plans. But you could have set that up anywhere else. You didn't need to set it up here. And uh, as very uh, are at the expense, or you could have set it up here, but not at the expense of Phoenix. Like you could have had not had Ricky Mandel in there. You could have not had Joey Ryan in there, right? Yeah. Uh, so Phoenix is not here. He's not there to get the rub. Like he could have had him take out Batanza, right? That'd be yeah. cool. Uh, so you got Pentagon's out. Ray Phoenix is out. Puma's out. So they give it to Ray Mysterio. That's it's fine and all, but you know it, it, that that spot just bothered me. And I'm gonna go right to the end, right? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Oh, by the way, one more name, and I know you're not a big fan, I guess, especially given uh, what her reputation would become. But mm. I mean, she won the match anyway. Why not have Sexy Star take out Matanza? You could have done anything. I mean, and I'm going to get to her too. Uh, yeah, you, you could have done a lot of things. Like she, yeah. and even she would have been a legitimate yeah. answer to that. I think because in this final sequences. Mill does everything besides do a fucking flatliner to pin her. He keeps Mm -hmm. bringing in tables and chairs and bullshit. And I'm Uh like, okay, this is so much, I guess the word's contrivance. Like, we're just going to have him do all these spots, these elaborate spots to try to kill her when he could have just fucking pinned her with just weight alone, right? Yeah, exactly. And it just took me, when I first watched it, yeah, I was all on board. It was cool. 
But upon second watch, my God, like well, this was just so, so it was so obvious what was and, happening. But and look, it doesn't help that. And again, if there's anyone listening that somehow doesn't know about this in 2017, Triple Mania, Sexy Star shot on Rosemary and broke her arm. And for, she has blackballed from wrestling since then. And this was for no some apparently the reasons where other girls were picking on her or were. Yeah, yeah, I it, think it was like maybe Apache was picking on her or something. I can't remember. Yeah, they were like politicking against her. So she decided to break Rosemary's arm like Rosemary had no idea what the fuck was happening. Exactly. And got her arm broke. And I don't know anything about Rosemary. Uh, so I have no reason to believe I, I, that she well, she didn't deserve it anyway. I'm, I'm not even going to go down that 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 bad faith. No, argument, no, 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 no. There's no like, yeah, if you you know, you're you're putting your body on the line, you're putting your body in trust to other people. To not do shit like that. It's a it's a wrestling submission. You don't apply those. Rules. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a, I pardon my language, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, it just drove it out of you. But but yeah, sexy star at the time. Good choice, you know, great, you know, great little, uh, great little moment. But, you know, what's funny is actually she was, from everything I was told, she was the second option. Oh, who was the first? Ivelisse, who was injured at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, is that worse? Oh, my, she's made of glass. She couldn't, <laughs> me- like, I'm sorry, if you can't last in AEW. Well, that's why she wasn't champion, because she was hurt. She was always hurt, and it's not her fault, but, like, she's one-dimensional. She's always the same, I'm the baddest bitch in the world. I, I have a chip on my shoulder. That gets, I'm sorry, that's not much of a character. I, you, how are you not <laughs> bored of that after, like, five minutes? So what you're saying is you prefer the sexy star choice to Ibelise, then? Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Did you have anything else to hammer on in this match? Um, No, I mean, and I know I'm going hard on it. It's just... Oh, you're- no, that's why we do the show, bro. It's it it's just in the, not even in hindsight. Like when it happened, it was like okay, you know, I see what they're trying to do, but a lot of stuff is in this is done for heat, and this is something I noticed is that I didn't notice it until, uh, you know, I I started accepting AEW's booking, like because usually the the faces win. Yeah. Usually, usually TK gives the fans what they want. Yes. And sometimes that can, I don't like it because it's like, okay, I, I know the outcome already, but Lucha Underground, unfortunately, is in a time period where bookers are still in the get heat no matter what, get heat, get heat, get heat. Yeah. Overall. And, and yeah, I know I'm saying this right after the sexy thing, but there was a lot of spots in there that were for heat, getting rid of Pentagon heat, right? Yeah. Drago eliminated right away, heat, right? Uh, Ray leaving in a stretcher, heat uh mundo pinning pentagon <laughs> right after pentagon got jumped by ninjas heat like yeah there isn't there's so many opportunities to give fans what they would like to have yeah that they instead give heat and i think that could be some vampiro i you know i could see it i, I have no reason to believe it but sometimes you should just give the fans what they want and yeah. not tell them what they want this is very much <laughs> I'm trying to think who's a good misery porn director like a uh, Ty West, uh, Ari Aster. Um, it's like it's like something by them, like a wrestling match done by them. Like let's make people as miserable as possible. Yeah, and and, and I know it sounds weird because we're talking about Sexy Star winning it, but like everything else in the match 
the only other the a lot of the main high spots were given to Ray. He had the spot with Famous B. He got the win over Matanza. Like a, a lot of other stuffs, just comedy. Yeah, are some jobber AEW dark stuff. Ooh, Pentagon beat Ricky Mandel. Cool, right? <laughs> yeah, Matanza, Matanza pins Doctor Wagner Jr. Okay, cool. Wow, right? You you get what I'm saying? Like there's who are who are the who are the pillars of lucha underground phoenix puma pentagon uh fourth who would you pick a sexy star i'm gonna say sexy star because uh i think mills kind of he could have been a pillar but i would i was gonna say i would have said mill Morthis, but yeah yeah you, uh, we're gonna say either or uh, i think could have been mill but okay you 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 set you you could have had anybody lose Okay, how about this? Let me put it this way. What if Johnny Mundo was the person to lose to Sexy Star at the end of the mm, match? Yeah. How much better would that how much more sense would that have made? That would have made a lot more sense, yes. And that's what I'm getting at is like you didn't need to use Mill for that. <laughs> yeah. And to make it make sense, you had to have Mill like for like three attempts go to the turnbuckle, pull out a table. He pulled out a table twice. I'm like, dude, just fucking flatliner. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you know, it it just it what took me out of it was it was like, okay, I clear it's like Batman plot armor. Like when Batman's with the GLA and he's fighting like aliens and he's dodging everything, even though, you know, they're all yeah. faster and stronger than him. it's like, come on, man. Like you're, you're really pushing for this and you could have, you could have got there, but yeah. you, it's like, okay, you're going to have her beat Mill. It would have made so much more sense if she had beat Johnny Mundo and it wouldn't have hurt Johnny Mundo that much. Yeah. Mill didn't need this loss. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, that's the show, guys. That's the show. Uh, we'll grade this match. And uh, since it's just a match, you know, let's give it. Let's give it the old five star scale. How are you rating this match, man? Three. Three out of five. I'm gonna go three and a half. I think that's. I think that's right. Maybe a little gracious, but I, I like my three and a half. It's it's hard to grade this because it's it's kind of like uh, everything good they do they do something bad as well. Yes, yes, yes. But overall, an enjoyable forty five minutes, I would say. Yeah, I don't regret it. I mean, like I'm going hard on it, but I'm just going all hard on the parts that I think are stupid. There there were fun parts, like Doctor Wagner and I forget who, but him and someone else were brawling the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Oh my god. It was. What? I wish they had stayed on that because they were just was Wagner. Was it Wagner and Matanza? Was it because he was brawling with someone? And it was yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. I think Matanza were just beating the crap out of each other throughout the temple. Yeah, Doctor Wagner could okay, he, he could brawl. Yeah, for sure. And that guy, by the way, it was in his fifties at the time. Yeah, he wasn't young. Exactly, exactly. You could tell that he's one of those wrestlers, like not to the level of Haku, but. You could tell he's the kind of guy you don't want, like. He could fight for real. Yeah, he is unfuckwithable. Yeah, like Ron not because he knows martial arts, but just because he just knows how to fight really good. <laughs> exactly. So with that, three stars from Greg, three and a half from me. That's the show, guys. And uh, just know that if you have a move in your arsenal that you choose not to use for an extended period of time. You might suffer a loss, and even more, you might suffer grave consequences.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.